Dennis, I've just got back from the airport. Well, I said just. In, in a cosmic sense, it only happened, you know, a, a, a blink of an eye ago. But um, Was it this morning? This morning. Yeah, sure. This morning. I, I, well, it's I this morning here, so we, we'll take it. I, I, for you, I mean, maybe I haven't even gone yet, Irish time. Probably not, um, yeah. Drop, drop mum off at the airport. She came and visited for um, for the the first half this week, bit of the weekend Ooh, as well. Stoke, to have her stoke some content flames by having your mum over, it seems. Well, that was the only reason. She's like, I'm thinking of coming out to visit. I'm like, absolutely, because surely, I mean, you know, Dennis, you got four weeks of content out of one trip to America, so I can mm. at least get one or two weeks out of mum coming up and visiting. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if I can if I can tease some more content out of uh, out of next week. But uh, uh, for this week, at least, um, a, a deep a deep well, a deep vein of content to be mined out here from mum's visit. Obviously, I had to clean and tidy the house up. I had to of put course. away all the uh, all the manscaped. Uh, products and packaging that had been littered across the bathroom as I well, worked you, my you, way through you were just you were products. just so excited to get into those amazing Manscaped goods coupon code H A L T T that you just left the packaging lying around. Left the packaging lying around. That's I actually did keep. Can I tell you something true? It's I actually a nice pack- box. It's a nice, it's nice box. packaging it's a nice box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it you never know when a box is going to come in handy. I did contribute to the worldwide cardboard shortage by holding on to this box because it's a nice box. Anyway, we'll talk about that later on. We've got a great Manscaped ad coming up, and I know oh, the feedback we've been getting today. People can't get enough of it. I think they would prefer just Manscaped ads unless us talking about other things. The Manscaped podcast, maybe. Maybe we should, maybe we should email, well, e- email the folks, the fine folks, about that. I'll tell you what. We're going to have to. Well, they're going to have to. We'll have to negotiate a bit, a bit more of an aggressive rate if they're going to take over ninety percent of the podcast. That's fair enough. Yeah, the ten percent ad is for just me and you talking shit. That's the <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, we went, um, went, picked her up from uh, from the airport, brought her home. It was great to see her. Obviously, you know she's down in Victoria. I'm up here in Queensland. We don't get to see each other. We chat a bit on the phone, that sort of stuff, but don't get to see each other all that long. It's just, it's just lovely to spend time with your mum. You know what I mean? Hmm. Um, did all sorts of stuff. Went at the Umundi markets. That was really nice. Went to Mulaney Bird World, which was. Mulaney yeah, Bird f- World. Is this a yeah, bird so sanctuary just, or some sort of delicious restaurant? Yeah. <laughs> you don't get to eat the birds, no. Although I don't no. know, I'm told, I've been told that macaw tastes exceptionally succulent. Exquisite, yeah. So we went out. It's, it's a botanic gardens and bird world, and it costs 40 bucks. And can I tell you, Dennis, it, is, uh, it, it would not be worth it at half. Actually, no, at 20 bucks it would be fine, I think. But it was not worth it, right? It was fine. There were these great big aviaries and had all sorts of fancy birds, parrots and stuff like that. And then you'd go through. But it was a guided tour that lasted about 45 minutes, right? And it was cool. Like the birds would come down flying, you land on your head and your shoulders and that sort of stuff. It was cool. Mm-hmm. But like botanic garden, even gardens is a bit of a stretch, right? Like this is just, was it was just, just some birds big, in a field? There, were, there was just a big pile of dirt. Like a massive <laughs> pile of dirt, like a construction-sized pile of dirt in the middle of the Botanic Gardens. I'm like, all right, I understand it's winter, but, like, what are you growing in a pile of dirt? I don't know. Birds, yeah. apparently. Yeah, but apparently that's where they, that's where they plant the eggs. They plant, and then well, that's what, bird, that's what bird seed is. What? Just piles of dirt? No, you plant bird seed and birds grow from it. Oh, sure. That's where they plant the bird seed and they harvest the rich crop of birds, put them in the aviary. Well, Nikki keeps being like, I want to buy bird seed. I'm like, you can't keep buying bird seed. We're gonna feed, how are we going to feed all the birds that grow out of it? What, yeah, I mean, what are we going to feed them? Even, <laughs> what are we feed? Once they grow out of the enormous plot, you know, the, the, the plot of land that you've mm. got there, Dennis, what are you going to feed them? But no, that's what I, wanted, not what I wanted to talk about. I did have a great time with mum, but I ran into an issue with her. That I want to, I want to get your your take on, Dennis. Okay. I want to explore and see if you've you've got any. Um, sim- have you had any ex- similar experience with your parents? As a young man, I grew up with a great love of video games, right? And it started when my uncle bought me a Game Boy, much to my much to the dis- disapproval of my mum and dad. But I loved it. Tetris, well, your mum is a little Command. bit um, 
how do I phrase this? Crazy. Um, well, that's one way to put it. Certainly, <laughs> no, she, your mum is your mum is a little bit. Um, X rays will uh, X rays from the TV will turn your eyes square, right? She certainly used. To, she was she was much worse than she is now, and that's and that's what comes into this story, right? Because I grew up with you know my Game Boy being taken off me during school mm-hmm. time. Couldn't play it during school. Sometimes only school holidays, right? Well, she wasn't. She was um, from like the rot your brain school of thinking, right? Definitely, and the yeah, and dad was very much the go outside and kick a ball type of father, rather than the come inside and sit here and play Halo with me type of dad. And then, yeah, it's fine, whatever. It's not a knock on them. It's just the sort of parents they were. Mum's mum's definitely chilled out with this sort of stuff a fair bit in her in her you know old older years. Case in point, she cannot get enough of these garbage predatory mobile games, Dennis. They're like Skinner box dopamine slot machines. Well, so there, there's two that she loves. Right? I want, I want to hear the names. Yeah, one's called Gardenscapes, right? Which is a it's a match three bejeweled clone with this infuriating bald guy. I don't know why they've chosen as the ma- the mascot for this. I mean, as a bloke who's losing his hair, I don't know why they've chosen. He's got the kind of mustache he used to have as well. <laughs> it's like he's just he's got one of the most punchable faces I've ever seen. Right, okay, and that's the Gardenscapes. I don't like Gardenscapes, awful game. But the other one is Harvest Solitaire or Harvest Time Solitaire or something like that. And it's just like a Mahjong Solitaire type game where you match cards and stuff. Solitaire Grand Harvest. Grand Harvest, that's it. But it asks you for so much money at (laughs) every point, right? And I'm sure algorithmically the game is designed to make sure that you lose with only one or two cards left on the field. So it's like, oh, if you just buy this upgrade, if you just get five more cards or one wild card, which uh-huh. costs six dollars, excuse right, me, then you can beat this level. Oh, it's unbelievable. It, it's not. It's not the sort of thing that's like, oh, chuck us twenty cents and I'll give. It's like you buy, you know, buy a a pack of wild cards or whatever, five extra cards for your deck or something, right? For five dollars or six, now- the power ups. It's obscene. Does your mother engage then, in the microtransactions? Well, this is what we're going to come to, right? Oh, but the no. mechanics of this game, like it's this. It, it, so, when you're playing it, even if with, with a 100% win rate, you can't keep playing forever. Of course, you not. can't. Right. So if if you you put up, it's like say 13,000 coins to play a game. If you win, you get 16,000. So it's you can't play infinitely. You have to keep logging in and 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 every hour, mum would be like, "Oh, hang on, get a you know a tablet out and she'd." Gardenscapes doesn't look like a match to the game. It looks like you build a little garden and grow things in it. Yeah, but the way that maybe maybe there's maybe it's the Gardenscapes franchise. I don't know, but you do you unlock things for your garden by playing the match. Three by playing the little. Okay, I understand. Right. Anyway, so right, this game looks like fun. I'm looking at clips. It looks like fun. <laughs> well, I started playing them with her to make fun of make fun of her and make fun of her playing them. Right. Of course. You need, to, you need to know um, the material if you're gonna if you're gonna tear it out about it. I understand. That's right. And but the, th- the funny thing is, I think she thought that I was really enjoying it because I would be like, "Oh, let's play," and I'd laugh at her and whatever else like that. But I think she was like, "Oh, look, you're gonna get. I know you're gonna download it. You're gonna be playing it by the end of the week." Like, no, mum, I hate this. You don't understand. <laughs> like, this is I'm I'm satirizing your enjoyment of this. You don't seem to understand that, right? But I did start. Oh, I tell you what, with that grand harvest, oh, it's so annoying. There, there are levels there where, the, where a frog comes out and jumps and sits on the cards, and you can't move the frog off the card to get rid of it until you find a lily pad for him to jump onto. And there's ones where like the pig comes out and eats all the coins, and you have to pay to unlock. You pay real money to unlock the coins that the pig ate, right? And then there's a cat that like collects cards, and you got to give him more cards. It's all this entire suite of animals, very, very demanding. And, and oh, the squirrel! Don't get me started on the squirrel, Dennis, because it hides its nuts amongst all the cards. You have to dig out the nuts, give the squirrel, and then it'll, oh, it's just I've had enough of it. Anyway, your mum must have been loving these conversations, surely. 
very frustrating like situation. you're sitting on the couch and you're like ah oh, I got squirrel again and she's like oh it happens to the best of us like is that what happened exactly yeah well that's it I was like these bloody bastard squirrels come out she's like oh well just you know it looks like there's a cat with these three it. top hats that does a sort of shell game with you yeah, this, it's it's full of all that nonsense, right? So yeah. that was very frustrating for me, right? As as someone who enjoys good video games, it was very frustrating seeing how much she loved this garbage game. But more broadly, Dennis, this is where I want to bring you in because I spent my entire childhood and adolescence effectively being told to stop playing those damn video games uh-huh. by my mum and my dad, right? And my dad has stayed true. My dad is a very strange old man, but he has not changed his tune when it comes to video games, right? He'll take Having that opinion. That, his, 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 his gravestone will read, go outside for Christ's sake. Having said that, I did help him install a, a, a 3080 that he bought because he needed it for his, like a graphics card. He oh, to run like his, CAD on it or whatever? His very, very high level um, architectural software, right? So I sure. I felt a bit of, I'll talk about that in, a, in another episode. I felt a, a, a surge of triumph when I was able to do something that dad couldn't do that did involve using tools, even though they were very small miniaturized tools. That you yeah, well, to him, that's, he, that's, that's tantamount to calling a wizard to his home, right? To like, <laughs> But no, but a wizard who comes in and like fixes your sink, right? Yeah, because that's, that's true. A, like dad as a bloke with, the, you know, the rough pitted hands of the working man, he should be able to do that. It's I was working with screwdrivers, right? And he looked at that and he's like, oh, it's very annoying that I can't do this, you know? Anyway, mm. What I found, what I found, and still find very frustrating, right, is the fact that Mum is here now, playing these games, loving them, realizing that the world of gaming has so much to offer you, just as a, as a you know, as a, as a recreational pursuit of something, as, as something to occupy your mind and your time. And this is after a decade and a half of being told by her to get off those damn video games, and it's a very bitter well, pill to swallow, Dennis, at the age of thirty-three. Well, it's not I, just I don't know that. Why. I think the kind of games she's playing now, I think, are the kind of games she was afraid you were playing. Mindless, like, dopamine mm. slot machines that are designed. Mm. Oh, I mean, I'm sure, and, and it wasn't really the case at the time. This is even pre-horse armor days. But I, mm. that are designed explicitly to nickel and dime you at every possible yeah. turn. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, that that was the one thing. The other thing was obviously violence in video games. She hated anything that had guns or shooting, which is fair enough. I mean, that's, oh, that's I got a, I, I got a banned. more legitimate zone to have a concern with with video games. But so my, this is interesting. Interesting aside here because my parents were also mm-hmm. my parents were not anti video games in the same sense. They thought video games could be occasion, uh, educational. I think I mentioned before one time my dad bought me like a Mensa code breaking video game, which was way too hard for like nine year old yeah. Dennis uh, to get him to take <laughs> me back. To- <laughs> Yeah, solve these quadratic functions, Dennis. Go and get your mind in shape. Let's go. So he had to take me back to the shop and had to return it and get Animaniacs paintball instead. I think my father was very disappointed in me. (laughs) Um, But my parents, considering they're from, you know, they lived through a war, didn't really mind me playing shooting games, which which is surprising to me. Uh, My dad would even, like, very occasionally, like, watch me or pick up and play some Call of Duty. Just like to mm. and then you put Hitman in, he's like, no, no, this is too close to home. Too real, too real. It's, you don't need this many tools. No. Um, <laughs> why bring gun? He have suitcase. Um, no. So he would. You know what they did ban me from playing, which is a much more pocket space, bringing fiber wire. Just ex- find piano. <laughs> just find piano. Um, they did ban me from playing wrestling video games, Riley. 
Oh, you've told me this story, but let's let's go. Let's get across it. This is a, a cracker of a story. Stra- can I tell? You, I'm just going to tell the listeners. Strap yourselves in because if you haven't heard the Dennis wrestling story before, oh baby, you're in for you're in for a treat here. Let's go. So my parents obviously didn't think it was particularly likely living in Ireland that I was going to be able to get my hands on an assault rifle and go out and fight some people in fight some Germans in in the Ardennes, yes. right? Yeah. So you're 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 playing Medal of Honor, and they're like, exactly. Oh, this, is, this is this isn't this isn't an, an on ramp for Dennis. Yeah. No. But a video game where you have fun pretending to body slam and throw your friends about, mm. that's a little more attainable. So what did happen was one time I was hanging with a friend of mine. I think it was I think it was Luke. Now this isn't the Luke you met, it's a Luke and you know as a kid from primary school. Mm-hmm. And he was there was a room in our house that had two beds, like a, tw- a set of twin beds beside each other. And I jumped off of one. Maybe I jumped off a chair. Anyway, I jumped, I jumped off of an elevated surface. Onto him uh, to body slam him as one does mm. is a wrestling finishing classic, move. Uh, yeah, you're just feeding him the people's the people's belly. And I snapped the side of the bed frame, not really meant to support two people at high impact. Yeah, um, and it really did clean break in half. And my mom, you've was, got a very bad history with bed frames because you broke that bed frame that you. I mean, you on holidays. Old yeah, will the, know the first framing I ever. <laughs> You go back and listen to, I think it's episode six or seven, where Dennis framed his mate Petter who, for breaking a bed frame as well. So you've got a history with these things. That's true. Um, but no, I shattered the bed frame. Not shattered. I snapped the bed frame. And my mom wasn't hurt, worried that, you know, I'd broken something. She wasn't worried that I'd hit my head. Mm. She was worried, and I think there's a, a physics lesson in this. She was worried that I would break the bed in such a way that the, a plank for the bed would jut up and impale me. Ah, yes. Because now, that, that would really require some very interesting bending of the laws of physics. And, like, and like cause and effect as well, because the bed would have to break it, then it would have to jump onto the broken bed. Yes, without realizing that it was broken and had yeah. a, you know, a rebar And have to break the, the bed up from below and then jump on. Anyway, um, she had read a story, and she was upset about this because she had read a story about a kid who mm-hmm. had been playing with a football, and the football had bounced under a bed, right? So already there's a bed in the story. That's already too many similarities for her. Yeah, already she's thinking, well, if there's a bed involved, Dennis is already in very big yeah. trouble. And the kid went diving under the bed to get his football. And there was a pencil under the bed that was oh, pointing no, no. outward. Oh, oh, no. No, thanks. So, Riley, I, you would assume that, oh, he got the pencil stuck in his nose or in his eye or in his mouth. No. She had read that the pencil went through his chest, between his ribs and into his heart. And I was like, that is abject nonsense. What did they sharpen that pencil with? A NASA the laser A laser cutter, yeah. To shine stuff off the moon? What are you what are you talking now, about? If this was one of my father's titanium assassination pencils, maybe now we're talking. But no, this was a rudimentary well, civili- civilian grade civilian pencil. pencil to delivery uh, for, for you know for a for emetic poison. For Novichok, yeah. No, no, this was a yeah. um, this was a uh, a civilian level pencil I so I, I this is insane to me and of course mm. my mom was just saying my mom was just trying to say hey these games are making you jump on your friends and one of you is going to get hurt in 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 a in a vacuum a very reasonable take mm. but because she presented this wild narrative I just started picking that apart instead anyway I remember that they took away all my wrestling video games I wasn't allowed to watch wrestling and I think that's actually an, uh, uh, some pragmatism on my parents part because they knew that watching I mean, it was a little bit later, but watching Kratos tear Zeus's head off wasn't really attainable for me. But trying to give somebody a people's elbow and breaking their rib probably was on the yeah. cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's that actually does that that shows a, a 
uh, a reasonably restrained level of like how video games or just media generally can influence kids. So yeah, I don't think I don't think you can come at your parents too hard for that. The pencil thing is a bit much. I'll oh, be honest, my, the pencil my, my, thing is a bit much. But I share this with my mom where if she'll read something like that, um, mm. even if it's fanciful, she won't be able to stop thinking about it. You know what I mean? It doesn't yeah, matter yeah. that it probably didn't happen. She'll be terrified then that if she didn't, she didn't explicitly warn me against it, if it did happen, it'd be her fault. Do you know what I mean? Megan's a bit like this as well. Yeah. Megan will read one thing, what happened to one person once, and she'll be like, it's, oh, it's terrible all the time. Can't go. You've got to be careful. Got to be, it's happening everywhere. Well, there's a great subreddit for that of just things that have happened called That Happened that I think she should probably check out. Oh, yeah, all those things that definitely happened. Oh, no, it's called That Happened. It's not called That Didn't Happen. happen. Yeah. <laughs> Very good point. Um, no, my parents, um, so they were never against video games. I told you about the first time, I, my, first, my first encounter with video games was finding my parents secretly playing Mario Brothers. Oh, yeah, and being convinced that you came down one night because you heard them laughing and you, well, know, you were I scarred mean, for life, but not for the reason that you thought you no, were No, I heard my parents like giggling away in the in yeah. the sitting room after I'd gone to bed when I was a child and I was like, oh, no. Well, at the time I wasn't like, oh, no. In retrospect, that story starts like you expect me to, yeah. No, well, they go in. Oh, everyone's expecting you to get scarred, but not in the way that you did. The betrayal, Riley. I walked in, they were playing yeah. a video game console I didn't know we had. Yeah, which is just what you imagine. I mean, I, I, I think I've, uh, you, I think you told that story in the podcast, and I think I've told my story as well that I back that, that backs up uh, uh, right onto this very flush. Maybe I haven't told this story actually. Oliver and I, my brother and I, we used to share a bedroom when we were very young, mm-hmm. and we were so convinced that Mum and Dad did fun stuff once we'd got to bed. Right, that we stole the we're in the two bedroom house and our sister amelia was in a was in a cot or a crib she's a very very small infant in mum and dad's bedroom right right so she slept in the same bed the bedroom as them we stole her like what's it called? i really Mama? hoped the sentence was going to end after her and you we just performed her. a minor kidnapping <laughs> as a prank on your parents <laughs> no we stole we stole mill's baby monitor and installed it in the lounge room that's right? some real yeah. home alone level stuff oh my god yeah, to listen to what mum and dad did right now who's well, getting scarred? After gone to bed. Well, that's what uh, I mean. You know, I was what eight years old. So what was the worst that could happen in my mind? How old was but Oliver? No, he should have known better. He was five. Oh, um, we so we we laid there for a while and they just like talked a bit. I think Dad was reading and I don't know, Mum was knitting probably or something. And then just we eventually fell asleep. And I was like, oh, that was a bit of a bust. Nothing really happened. There. I, thought they were, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I thought they were going to do. Like eat a bunch of ice cream and party. I don't know. Like, no, the kids the are asleep. Of, it's time. Yeah. It's time for the cartoons and ice cream portion of our evening. Yeah. Like is that- <laughs> all the fun stuff we can't do with the kids. Are time to sit as close to the TV as humanly possible. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we'd never do that. Um, but the, the, like, I love my mum. I really do, obviously. I mean, huge statement, huge, huge revelation. I do love my mum a lot, even though she is a bit of a hippy-dippy weirdo. She's much better than she used to be. But having her be a fan of video games now, and also having her be a fan of bad, really awful... Like, I was playing Hades. I showed her Hades because she likes mythology and Greek gods and that sort of stuff. I'm like, oh, look, you know, here's Aphrodite. Zeus going to give me lightning powers. And I pointed out to it. Now, mum, do you notice that I like I died here? This I ended this run, and I've gone back, and it didn't ask me for any extra money. There was I've no pl- there was no point where I could input my credit card information. <laughs> and I then paid my forty dollars, and Supergiant are happy with that, right? They're not saying, "Oh well, if you want this item from the Well of Caron, you're going to have to pay an extra five dollars fifty. Like the game, I just own the game, and now I can play it. And she wasn't impressed with that. She 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 says she enjoys the games. And look, honestly, I don't want to now be the wet blanket that she was for me when I was sitting around playing Morrowind as a kid. So I'm just, you know, I guess. Do I'm you think? It, but it's 
I just I, I just wanted to play a good game, man. I just want to play a good video. I need an I need a boomer video game that I can get mum onto, so I can get rid of Gardenscapes and Grand Harvest or whatever it is. Do you think there's a chance that so you made a career for a lot a lot a large portion of life out of video games, out of esports commentary and streaming, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So do you think? So your mom obviously doesn't know too much about that. I would imagine. Like she, I'm sure she's tried to tune in the odd time, but she doesn't really understand how much the gathering is. She doesn't understand what's going on, but she, she's still very supportive, and she no, knows that, that, that was know, what I mean. The stream, she'd always have the stream on in the background for the extra viewers and the ad revenue and stuff. So yeah, but it was good. Do you think she would come in and go, Riley? I've been playing Gardenscapes, and I get it. This is what you do at work. Now I understand. That would be that would be very <laughs> tilting. That would be very, very 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 tilting thing for me to experience. I, anyway. I, I I want the timeline where your your mom has like six thousand viewers on Twitch. Where they're all right, time to check in. Let's play some Gardenscapes again. Oh, we're getting the cat. Bam, 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 bam. Yeah, play the music. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, got rid of the frog. Oh, whatever. Anyway. Um, Dennis, enough of that nonsense. Mm-hmm. It's time for your favorite part of the show. It's time for my favorite part of the show, Dennis. It's time to talk about manscaped the best in men's grooming it's available at manscaped.com you can get there you can get their stuff there with a 20 percent discount which is just a, a, a just an obnoxiously large amount of money Riley, and do you, free do shipping you, do you hear that oh hang on one second let me what is that that almost imperceptibly quiet sound is the sound mm. of my manscaped lampor 4.0 i've held right. it right up to the microphone and it is it is as silky and smooth and quiet as the shave you get from it it is, yes. There are two things that are very smooth about Manscaped. The products themselves and the sound that they make, and also your nuts once you've used them as well. Or can I mention, let's let's talk let's talk about other other areas of the body. I've had to I've had to really change up my entire grooming um schedule like the, the way that I, I grew like my personal hygiene regimen has changed immensely i don't you i just use this on any part of my body that requires removal of hair my face you need to back be, of my neck you need to be careful doing that. more and more my shoulders i don't know why hair is growing there when it could be growing on the top of my head i'd much prefer that but this thing is great i use it everywhere man you should not use <laughs> you're not supposed to use the razor on your ghoulies and your face why not you can use it for either or, but they recommend Why? you buy an extra blade because they give yourself a staph infection. <laughs> oh, well, I'll just have to go to manscaped.com and use the coupon code H-A-L-T-T to buy more blades. Yeah, um, they say you can buy another blade and swap it out. Um, and there's a re- it's built so that you can swap because, I, I mean, look, truthfully, off the record, I think it might actually be fine to do that. But obviously, mm-hmm. Manscaped have to say, hey, don't do this. It could give you an infection. Just a brief well, FYI. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll, <laughs> official really official party terms, line advice yeah, is not to yeah, do that. Just, Dennis pouring a huge bucket of cold water over this otherwise absolutely blistering ad we're doing. Well, I'd rather not. Um, I mean, I'd rather we get a bl- we not have a blistering ad than you get blisters on your face as a result, dude. Yeah, we get a, or we get a blistering lawsuit from misrepresenting a product. Um, no, I, there, okay. So, Dennis, you might be familiar with the compliment sandwich. Right? I am good, bad, good. Yeah, yes. So, Good, bad, good. So I'm going to I'm going to now do a I'm going to give Manscaped a compliment open sandwich, right? Which is to say, it's going to be one of each because I couldn't I, I I've got two I've got two pressing items I need to get across here, right? Mm-hmm. Number one, I've been using this thing not every day, but a lot of days, right? Keep my face nice and smooth. Yep. I've only just had to charge it. Yeah, that's the chart. Two, that's two weeks, right, of significant use, right? And I've only just had to charge it. I don't know what battery they got in there, but I tell you what, this battery goes just goes and goes and goes, right? And it's got one of those nice little, it's got a little wireless charger dock thing, and it's USB, mm. so you can keep it in your desk, proudly displayed. 
Yeah, exactly. Oh, well, that's where I keep it, front and center, mm, mate. Me too. Me know, too. It's, 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 right it's, a, it's a conversation piece on the mantelpiece. Anyway, <laughs> I want to come back to. I want to come back. I know, and I really don't want this podcast to turn into an update-heavy podcast, but I do need to come back to the the nose hair situation, mm-hmm. right? So last week we talked about the fact that the power of my my nasal exhalation now, because I'd cleared the jungle-like morass of hair from inside my nostrils with the weed whacker, right? Mm-hmm. I was blowing kids away at school, right? I was, I was Trees were falling over as I walked past if I was foolish enough to breathe out of my nose just because of the sheer volume of hair it removed. But, Dennis, it has made me realise nose hair grows back. Of course it does. And it's not very comfortable when it does. You, oh, little, so oh, I don't know... Little, Prickly boys. I don't know what kind of racket Manscaped is working on here with big nose hair around the world. I'm convinced that nose hair now has just been invented to sell more Manscaped products to people <laughs> because it is unbearable. Having half-grown no- nasal hair, it's awful. Well, just trim it again. Well, that's what I've had to do. I'm sticking the weed whacker up there twice daily just to get rid of the regrowth, <laughs> mate. It's unbelievable. That is, there is a, and a lot of people think, oh, hair, hair grows back faster if you shave it. That's patently untrue, by the way. It's not true. No, it's not that's true. Just, it's just a, because it doesn't have tape it in, so it feels spikier. It feels thicker. Which is what you're dealing with now. Yeah. yeah. And it's so, I mean, I'm used to prickly hair on my face. I'm used to prickly hair on my nuts. Prickly hair inside Broadly your nose, internal, any, yeah. Any, anytime you touch your nose or, or blow it or sniff it or scratch it or pick it or anything, right? It hurts. It's uncomfortable. It's. Re- I'm getting. A, I'm getting a, a like a beard rash inside my nostrils. Now, Riley, I used it about a week ago, and I have not had an issue. Lending credence to the fact oh that Riley. Has, so it's a Riley problem. It, it, Riley it's not a, a manscape problem. It's not a big nose hair problem. It's just a Riley. Problem. It's a big Riley's nose hair problem. Yeah, but if you feel if you're listening to this and you feel empathetic, you feel like God. That sounds like me. Manscaped.com, coupon code H-A-L-T-T. Get your hands on a, a weed whacker. Get your hands on some nice formulations. The formulations are really good. I would recommend this. It's oh, really yeah, good. yeah. I mean, we got, what do so, we get? We got the performance package 4.0, right? You get all sorts yep. of stuff. You get boxes. You get, I mean, you get a bunch of free gifts. A little grooming kit. You get the ball toner, the ball deodorant, or foot deodorant, is it? I don't know. You put it anywhere, mate. Stop putting um, the things in the box you're putting your money. Put putting your salad. It tastes great. I mean, if it, if it tastes like it smells, definitely, it'd be, definitely, it'd be just, d- d- definitely don't it. eat it. Manscaped.com coupon code halt. Please don't eat anything that arrives in the package. Don't eat anything. Don't eat anything. Don't eat anything that uh, that comes in there. Although I'll tell you what, the leather on that. Uh, no, nope, dear halt. I swallowed a ceramic braid and a blade, and nine one one isn't answering. What do I do? Oh, that leather does look particularly succulent on the. Uh, okay, on the band that comes in. This week. Go on. I want I want to talk to you about mm. the cost of convenience. The Which cost sounds, of convenience. Yeah. Now that I said it out loud, it sounds like a, like a New York Times piece. That's not what I'm really going for here. It's um, the it's a side project. The Kings of Convenience. It's their uh, it's their their spin off. The cost is that of convenience. A, is that a band? It is the co- uh, once. It, they're very. I really like the King, Kings of Convenience. But my my friend Andrew Woodgate described them as dinner mu- dinner party music for cool 35 year olds and it you're is almost there difficult. it is well, don't remind me mate it's very difficult to listen to their music in, through any other lens now um, brief aside actually now, now that you mentioned that oh, Riley, okay. um, we haven't even started so it's not an aside it's just a beer it's just a on. bar yeah it's not even a yeah. sidebar I got an email and Riley we missed it it could have been so good Go on. and for pre-sale tickets do you know who's playing on Friday the 23rd of June next year in Glasgow in Bella Houston Park if only I'd stayed in Glasgow for another two and a half years, we could have <laughs> yeah. gone to this concert. Who is it? Muse, man. 
Oh, okay, well, oh, Dan, I am just kicking myself. I I'll am, book him oh, now, and you no. and Megan will want to come home anyway. So for the for, for so I'll, I'll get the tickets now. When, when is it? It's June next year. Yeah, decent chance I'm actually in Europe for that. Megan and I are planning to come back to Europe next year for a, for a, like a, an extended holiday. So there, it, it's not it's not zero percent. We got a muse. Do you like Royal Blood? Royal Blood are supporting. Never heard of Royal Blood. But I'll give they sound like Muse. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Great. Excellent. Perfect. Just my type of music. So, I oh, want to talk about... convenience. Go. Yeah. go. Go, go, I have a fond memory. Well, I have a memory. Um, a bittersweet <laughs> memory of when I was a child going to hmm. the a video store here, which we oh, had like called... Blockbuster or something. A, well, it was an extravision. We had extravision and we had chartbusters, which was legally distinct from blockbusters, I suppose. <laughs> chartbuster. Oh, yeah. And I, think this, I think it's the same company. I think it was just a trading name. Oh, so this is like when um, when the, the the saboteurs tried to tour through Australia, the band, yeah, and there was already a band called the Saboteurs in Australia, so they had to change the name to the Raconteurs when they were in Australia. That's it, right? But the so Raconteurs is a, Jack White's band. Well, they had to change the name to something else. I, I don't know what it was, but oh, anyway, sure, sure, sure. so there's there's obviously a there's a two bit shop somewhere in Ireland called Blockbuster, so they had to call themselves what was it? Chartbusters. Chartbusters. Righty, sorry, I really I really hate to keep on back to this, but I've just seen the poster for that Muse World Tour again. And it says very special guests, Royal Blood, and then under that in tiny tiny parentheses, except Glasgow. I don't know why Royal Blood refused to go to Glasgow, but no, they ain't they're, coming. They're obviously they're just a wise a wise group of people, clearly. <laughs> they know their limits. Anyway, you're gone. So, so we, I remember so you, you you've gone to you've gone to you've gone to Rockbusters. Yep. Yeah, but yeah, you we're gonna we're gonna go, block charts. Um, yep. And there was something very, very special and very exciting about going as a kid and, and one of your parents mm. going, all right, pick out a movie. Or a, mm. very occasionally pick out a video game, but really pick out a movie. Yeah. Um, and I remember that was my first encounter with sitting there with my dad with real, and something I struggled with my whole life is decision paralysis. If I, I mm. the, you know, opportunity cost and like the, the FOMO and the worry about like picking the wrong movie, it's going to ruin the next three years of my life. And ah, if only I'd picked Muppet Treasure Island. I would have uh, known what happened. Dennis, I wouldn't recommend that. It's a terrifying film, but yeah, go on. Is it? Why is it? Have you ever seen it? We talked. Did you forgotten about? Did you deleted every single episode from your podcast. Brian? I remember we talked about Treasure yeah. Island. I remember we talked about. Why, why is it scary though? I don't know why it's scary. Do you not forget? I, I had to leave when I was six years old. I saw it. and I had to leave because I was so terrified when I got the black spot. I left. Oh, that's right, the black spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was too scary. I remember. Yeah, here we go. Um, yeah, I could. So I me- that, that was a fond memory that I. And I remember the smell of the extra They had a little popcorn machine up on the desk, mm. and mm-hmm. that whole thing of like. Going to a going to a shop, picking up the DVD cases, looking at the backs, thinking about which movie you wanted, debating with your dad about which one to pick or whatever, choosing mm. one, and that was the one you were going to watch, and you got home yeah. and you made your ball pop when you watched it. That sort of ritual, that sort of ceremony is mm. completely gone now. Um, well, and you and, might and say... Not- it's not. It's not just with films either, right? Oh like, yeah, that, it's with a lot thing. of things. Yeah, I was thinking about this with because uh, obviously when Mum was up here, we were taking photos and stuff, and I was thinking like, it's so funny how if we go back to when I was a kid, we don't have fifteen of the same photo of Mum and me standing mm. outside the front of because Megan is just she's like a she's like a, a, a machine gunner. Oh, Riley, right, I World have two, right? from when we went to Scoop. I think it was Scoop in Glasgow. I have maybe forty yeah. photos of that Megan asked me to take of her eating an ice cream on my phone now. Yes. Yeah, if you say, oh, Megan, can you take a photo of this? You'll get 40. Or she wanted me to send it to her. I had to make a Google Drive folder. There were so yeah. many. Yeah, exactly, right? So anyway, there would be one photo. It would be an analog photo on a, on a, on a film, and you'd go to the chemist and get it developed, and you'd get it back three to five business days later, and that would be the photo of you and mum at the Umundi markets, right? Well, that's what Nikki and I have done, because we, we, Nikki and I have a Polaroid camera, and, mm. and the one rule for the Polaroid is no retakes. 
No retakes. And which is, that, a, which that, is not a rule in photography anymore. No. And I'm and not that's, saying this. Look, I'm, I'm not being a kid. You know, kids these days get off my lawn, that sort of stuff. Like, it's very good that you can take photos over and over and over until you get the perfect shot. But it does, the, the, it, you definitely lose something. Whether that something is worth having, whether, the, I mean, it probably is worth losing based on the advances we've made with technology. Right, you right. You definitely give up something. With but something that you give up here, so you give up the whole, like, when you leave the extravision, you're committed to watching mm. that movie. Right. Oh, it doesn't matter how bad it is. You have to finish it. You pay for it. Here it is. You have to finish it. Yeah. You're not going to drive back and pick out another one. No. So you would. So I think the counter argument there is you would assume that oh, well, because you'd have to go to a shop and look at all this stuff, you've saved all this time. That because mm. you, you you go on Netflix, you grab your movie, and you're off. You're it's streaming. You're done. I'm okay. I'm sorry. I'll stop you there. What university? That's what I was going to say. Just, That's not the case, is it? It's not the case at all. I Net, Netflix and chill for me is very much Netflix and get exceptionally cranky about how long it's taking to pick a damn movie. That's not Netflix and chill, man. That's Netflix and get very annoyed. I've been with you and Megan when we were trying to pick a movie to watch. I ended up watching that Middle Edition Schwartz um, live improv show. Um, and it that. was very difficult. I had this experience literally on Monday when mum was here, right? Because the three of us sat down to watch a film. And we went through and we tried, uh, we started about three, right? And the three of us just couldn't. And because it wasn't, we, we didn't have to commit to any of them because uh-huh. we could go and like, oh, let's you could watch five minutes else, right? and dip back out. Yeah. And like, this sucks, right? So we ended up going through and I got so, oh, I'm so annoyed because it was just like, oh, do you want, oh this doesn't, oh, no, don't try this. Oh, this one doesn't, oh, I don't like this one. And it's just, I got so cranky. And look, I'm not saying it's better. Right, because I remember when I was a kid, we went to Blockbuster and we got a film called um, The Crack, right? Like what Irish people say, The, the Crake, yep. right? however it's pronounced, with the famous Irish comedian Jim Owen. I don't know if you've heard of him. <laughs> Jim Owen or Jim Owen? Jim Owen. G- uh, J-I-M-O-I-N. Jim Owen. Oh, yeah. Jim Owen. His two Irish actors, Jim Owen McKeown and Alan McKee, enter Australia illegally when they flee an IRA leader in Belfast after confrontation. This movie appears to have only been released in Australia, despite being clearly very Irish. Yeah, no, no, Jamone is, Jamone is like an Australian-based comedian, right? Irish comedian. And it was very bad, but I sat there and I remember like forcing myself to laugh at some of the scenes where it was supposed to be funny because I'm like, no, I'm going to get my $2.50 out of this seven-day rental or however much it cost. I can't remember. I'm going to enjoy this film. And it sucked and I hated it and I shouldn't have done it. But like, Riley, Colin Hay from Men at Work is in this movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, must you know how... It must have been after the lawsuit, the Kookaburra sits in the old Gumtree lawsuit. Anyway, go on. You know what's... You know how you know it's a rough... Because it came out in 1999. A rough late 90s bad comedy is the runtime. A gentleman's 88 minutes. Oh, couldn't even get to the <laughs> hour and a half mark. Yep. Tight. Yep. Oh, crisp. It's crisp. It's, it's, very, it's very tightly paced. Exactly. No, but this is what I'm saying. Like... I think there is the danger of looking back on this, on these, and reminiscing. Oh, wasn't it wonderful doing? It? But then, no, because sometimes you just got absolute stinkers. You took them home, and like same with video games. If you bought a video game when you were young, or you played a video game, or you rented or whatever else, you finished it and you played every inch of it. Oh, and you're pouring two hundred hours into it, even if it is. And a game I remember playing very fondly was like Toy Story Kart Racing. Yeah. But now on Game Pass, you play it for 15 minutes. I like, got oh, this sucks. I'm not going to play it again, right? Or well, you bought I mean, there's no seven dollars, so it doesn't matter. That's what I said. There's no better indicator than the hundreds of unplayed Steam games you have, or anyone has. I don't mean you. One has. Mm, mm, mm. 
Sometimes like I go, I, I'm like I want to play a video game. I go on Steam, I click on my library. There's all these games I've never played that ostensibly Dennis at some point in the past thought it was worth getting his credit card out, like clearing the cat off your cards in, in Harvest Solitaire or whatever. And now I'm like, ah, I think I'd rather just sit and stare at this library for five minutes, get annoyed, and go do something else. What's oh, going on? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I don't think it's all good, and I don't think it's all bad. I think there are because I definitely don't want to turn into a kids get off my lawn curmudgeon like last week I don't I want to delete last week's episode I, I came across as such an asshole um, I love the idea that if, if you have kids you're going to be like get inside get off your get, get get inside and sit down and play Crash Bandicoot 3 I know it's very hard but I want you yes. to finish this motorbike level until you get the the relic builds suffering builds character kids all right and we're going to sit here and we're going to play Knights of the Old Republic. I know mm-hmm. the I know the controls are very bad. I know it's very dated, but the story. Once you get in, that just you wait till the dad. Please, just want to go outside and kick the footy. No, get back inside. Sit on the couch. Shut the window. No, you don't understand. So, so I know Uriel Septim's dead, but Martin's actually his his son. Mm. You see, yeah. and he's voiced yeah. by Sean Bean. Who's that? D- d- doesn't matter. We'll we'll get doesn't to Civilization just... Seven in a bit, and he'll be there. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> That's on the syllabus. <laughs> Oh, our poor children. Um, I don't know though. It's it, you raise an interesting topic because, like, is it is it better? I don't think it's better or worse. There's right? something. There it's just different, right? There's something nice about. There's something nice about doing things, and it's almost in like a mindfulness meditative kind of way. And I'm really making sound of going to a goddamn exercise and very hoity toity. But mm. there's something nice about doing something deliberately as opposed mm. to doing many things mindlessly, which I think is the trade-off we've made. And this is what we talked a little bit about when we talked about, uh, we were talking about like Fahrenheit 401 and, and attention spans. And, you mm. know, as much as people would say playing Medal of Honor back in the day would fry your brain, I think really going on TikTok and Instagram reels does actually fry your brain because mm. the the next video that is but a swipe away could be the thing that makes you go, ha-ha, and uh, could make you think, no, no, not even ha-ha, let's be realistic, makes you exhale out your nose a little bit. Yeah, makes and you that's... Go- or in your case, and like shatter a wall. All right, mate. Yeah, get into those. Get into those little blows my phone through the wall. <laughs> um, and, and the fact that it's all—it's always like n plus one scrolls away—is damaging yeah. for your perception of like reward. Mm. And mm. and I, I do like to think there's something sort of poetic and like we would talk about how the grand suffering of going into a, 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 a store, picking the crack with Jamo and getting home and sticking it on and going. Trapped here for at least at least a svelte eighty eight minutes, but still, yeah. oh, I've got another eighty seven and a half minutes to go of this terrible film. Exactly, yeah. Can I tell you? I remember the very very last time I rented a movie from a blockbuster. Ooh, go ahead. And it was Slumdog Millionaire, right? Good movie. Um, so I met a girl and that Danny Boyle um, movie. I think it is. It's about the the kid who's on the game show, and he like his life just happened to have all the answers to the all the questions he's given. It's it's a great film, right? Anyway, I met this girl. We'd hung out, and then we we're like, "Oh, why don't you come around to my place? We'll have dinner. We'll, we'll watch a movie." And so we went to Blockbuster together, right? Picked this film, went back, and I loved it. I thought it was a great film, and I remember watching it. But she hated it and was so bored. She had the opposite experience. She was like, this is really boring. I don't want to watch it. I, don't, I didn't even want to finish it. But because like, we didn't know each other very well, she couldn't just be like, can you turn this off? This sucks. Like, <laughs> like I've been with Megan for five years. So if Megan starts watching a film like this, this is boring, I'm like, all right, I'm just going to go on. I'm going to play Civ. I'm going to play Hades, right? You enjoy it like that. But the very last time I ever rented a film was, yeah, for this date with the girl where we both had vastly different experiences i didn't mind being pot committed to watch the film because obviously we'd rented it whereas i think if she'd had her way you know 
decision paralysis and sunk cost fallacy be damned, I think it would have mm. been straight back in the container, straight back to Blockbuster. I'm trying to think about I remember a friend of mine rented Metal Gear Solid, but they only gave him part one. So he got to the halfway through the game, it was like, please insert disc two. And he was like, what do you, what do you mean? Excuse me. <laughs> and he had I have to, to go back, to, back, to, back, back to, to blockchain. What is it? The blockchainer? It was the blockchain. The, yeah, it was really ahead of its time. He had to go and mine the second half off the, off the blockchain. Okay. So blockchain was that a deliberate bust. choice on the part of Extra Busters or whatever it is? I think it was a mistake, I would assume. Because um, <laughs> what a rort that is. If, if if that was if that was intentional, that might be the first you know pay to win microtransaction you've seen. In yeah, video games. yeah, that's the first, that that predates even horse armor, right? That's where it all began at the at the extra vision in 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 Dublin. Do you remember horse, Ar- Do you remember horse armor? Hmm? Do you remember when horse armor came out? I remember when horse armor came out. Yeah, I remember it being it was it was apocalyptic. It was oblivion. Yeah, you could pay yeah. I think five or six bucks or whatever to get cosmetic only now. The, at, the, at the time, the idea of like cosmetic uh, only I'm upgrades. I'm going to stop you there. I'm going to stop you there. Let me, I'm just going to head to uesp.net, an old internet. Well, does it give you? Does mine. it give you actual stats? I'm pretty sure it gave you extra stats. Uh, just talk amongst yourselves. Well, I'm uh, looking you, it up you, now. I mean, you talk to them. I'm going to look it up. Well, I'm going to get there first. I'm already on it. Um, so, so you get it, and you get a little quest, and then you receive a free free horse. You get it. Oh, it's a very. It costs 500 gold. You still have to pay for the armor. No, you could get a free one. You could get the Armoured Old Nag from Snack Grabura at the Chestnut Handy Stables. Um, but it Even with add- armor, the Nag is the weakest horse in the game. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't It wasn't great. I think it... No, no, it definitely changes their stats. Yeah, no, it definitely changes their stats. It doubles their health, it looks like. Yeah, so it's a bit... It's, so, Dennis, it's the worst kind of... of, of thing. It's pay, pay to, to win. win. Pay but to I, win. So, I originally thought it was cosmetic only, which would be mm. so wild... Because it's cosmetic only in a single-player game. <laughs> yeah, well, not that that matters. There's all sorts of single-player games that have cosmetic only DLC. Are they not? No, there's ones that have like pre-order bonuses, which I think is okay, um, and like collector's edition bonuses. I can't think of games that have cosmetics for single-player games. I'm pretty sure, dude. I'm just going to jump onto Steam right now. The first one that comes to mind is Far Cry. I'm pretty sure with Far Cry you can buy like oh Planet Zoo. You, I guess no, that's game. You get gameplay and stuff. Yeah, Far, okay. yeah. Far Cry Five. I'm pretty sure that has like cosmetic deal. Oh, maybe they're quests and stuff though with yeah. them as well. Uh, okay. No, maybe maybe there's yeah, like additional stories, content, and gear. Okay. So hang on. Maybe here's here's a question. This one we can, maybe you can ask your mum and report back next week. <laughs> one point six hours played in Far Cry Five. Gave that one up after the first boss. Go on. Um, in Harvest Solitaire. Mm. So you can obviously buy extra wild cards and stuff. You can you, the, the pig will steal your coins and extort you to get them oh, back like a mob racket. Oh, the pig is oh, the pig was the worst one. Can can you pay money to have the pig be a zebra instead, or a different kind of pig, or 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 Pumba from the Lion King? <laughs> no, I don't think they're a cos. I mean, the whole building your garden town thing that's all cosmetic, obviously, and you Mine's can put farm pay towards that. But no, no, but no, no. The the uh, uh, Grand Harvest also has like a little thing you build out of you get hats that's the in-game currency that builds your town is hats for some reason what yeah i don't know dennis i at one point i exchanged 500 hats for an igloo that went on the ice themed part of mum's little village she was building and i just went okay great that's that's i'm just glad we're bonding over a video game finally it's taking to my mid-30s so for, but we're still for chris it. for christmas are you gonna get your mum a bunch of hats in-game currency for christmas i, I could ju- i guess i could just I, I guess I could just give her a bunch, a, a bunch of vouchers for 
for Grand Harvest Google Play Store or whatever. whatever. Yeah, she'd love that. Anyway, would she actually? And has she spent money on it? No. Well, this is the thing. So I, this is what I didn't cover. I'm sorry. We're back to my topic now. Sorry about that. It's okay. Um, no. No, she hasn't because she did on a former game and she realized once you break that seal, right? This is years ago. She was playing some other game. I can't remember what it was. Uh, she spent about $80 in like a week. And then she was like, okay, that's how they get you. So she deleted that game, downloaded The Delta a between one, one and 80 is much smaller than Delta between zero and one. Yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. Once once they've got your credit card details, it's very easy to just go, oh, I'll just get one more power like that. And so, no, she's, she's very sensible with it. That's good, um, but, at least. But, well, she made a huge blunder by telling me that she spent that money on the first one because I, I've never let her That must have been a hell of a conversation, yeah. <laughs> I've never let her forget that one. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Have a Listen to This. We do hope you've enjoyed the episode. And, hey, if you haven't, doesn't matter. The, the download numbers show up all the same, so... Whatever, suckers. But if you did enjoy this show, please tell your friends about it. And uh, look, tell people that aren't your friends, tell acquaintances and even your enemies, again, that downloads show up all the same. Uh, and if you want to support the show, if you really like the show this much, you can uh, support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash have a listen to this. You get access to uh, behind the scenes stuff, early, early access to episodes, all sorts of things. Uh, we are definitely in this for the money, not for the love of the game or anything like that. So head over to Patreon and uh, help us get them rookie numbers up. 